Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Hello, Marks, and welcome to another week of Band from Ringside podcast. This is uh, your weekly dose of what was good, what was bad, and what was just downright bizarre in the week of professional wrestling. I am your host, uh, Bill Vagy, sitting to my right, as always. We have two beers, Zach Bowman. What's going on, Zach? Not much. A little bit more than two beer today. Like how many? I don't know. I lost count. <laughs> To his right, as always, bring a are uh, wearing a Rocky Maivia. No, 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 no. Rocky Johnson, Dwayne Johnson. That, get, get your boy, Dwayne Rocky the Rock jo- Johnson. Rocky Johnson, come on, man. Rocky Maivia. No, it's this is just the Rock. He's Dwayne. wearing a shirt that says "Just Bring It." So just bring it, J Bell. I'm bringing it, baby. What's going on? How are we doing? Doing great. Right on. Um, so uh, it was a big week. We had a big week end in wrestling for sure and we have a big weekend to come Come even bigger uh we're going to talk about that a little bit later um your boys from bfr have a new relationship with our friends glory pro wrestling in the st louis area and we will be talking about that later but um in the meantime what we're going to be doing right now is our three counts (laughs) j bell what's first in our three count Easily first is the New Japan weekend from uh, Saturday and Sunday. First time I watched New Japan, obviously familiar with some of the guys that wrestle in New Japan, ROH, but was kind of curious just to see how this was going to be produced, how they were going to wrestle, so on and so forth. I guess it was like, what, 2,000 people there or whatever the case may be. But uh, all in all, it, it turned out way better than I anticipated. Granted, four hours was a little long but they did in a way where somewhere in the middle was like a bathroom break it was and four hours each night right four hours each night which is fine there are matches on wwe cards where i'm just like okay this is the bathroom break match they just made it to where okay everybody stretch your legs go get merged popcorn whatever the case may be if you gotta use the bathroom use the bathroom and then we'll come back in a half hour or whatever and then come back and do the show ultimately like i said before we started this, WWE needs to start worrying about New Japan. They're not going to get taken over by New Japan by no means, but I think the best thing for WWE is to get pushed. Vince needs to get pushed because now he's gotten into this nice little comfortable zone where he's the man on top. Nobody's even close to him. And now New Japan in 48 hours has made so much noise that even Vince is going to have to stop and take a look at what's going on because okay. now they're going to come here. They're going to have, I guess, a, I guess a center in Los Angeles. That's going to be the U S home base for new Japan. Sleep all you that's, want, Vince. That's the best thing that could happen to WWE. More importantly, that's the best thing that could happen to us as the wrestling fan, because the best that wrestling ever was, was during the Monday, Monday night, night wars. wars. Uh, Zach, uh, the biggest New Japan fan in the room, I would say. Easily. What were your uh, thoughts on this week's events? I had some mixed reactions, and none of it involved the ring work. It was completely amazing, as always. Uh, I mean, I could gush about many matches, and we probably will here in a moment. Uh, This was definitely uh, different because it was the first foray for a non-ROH kind of tag along New Japan event in the United States. I um, we crowned a new United States heavyweight champion and it was a new belt, right? New belt, brand new belt, brand new championship. So when Omega beat Ishii, that was the first time that that belt had ever been fought for. First time, yeah, first time on the scene. So, uh it was definitely kind of an attempt to westernize the product a little bit. I don't know if that was on Access TV because they had exclusive rights to the first night or if it was a direction that New Japan had decided on. Uh, but production-wise, 
I've always loved uh, the New Japan. I've dabbled here and there, and um, I've really come to love that product. Uh, it's the best ring work that's happening right now in the world and with just amazing talent. But uh, this is actually, too, the first night where I was kind of disappointed Jim Ross was announcing, and I actually preferred... What? I know. I know. I'm, I love Jim Believe Ross as not, much as yeah, the next guy. I know where you're going with it. Go ahead. I never thought I would see the day where I would prefer Kevin Kelly on the mic that, as opposed to Jim Ross, or even the Japanese announcers who you don't really have to he, understand what they're saying to get what they're saying. They put the wrestlers over even if you don't understand the language. True story. And um, there were just enough gaffes. And I think the fact that he's paired with Josh Barnett, who I'm not a fan of whatsoever, there was multiple problems with with him. I think that was part of it. But uh, the in-ring product it exceeded my expectations. I knew they were going to bring it, and uh, they, they brought it. And like you guys said, I can't wait to see where this goes. What was your match of the weekend? Match of the weekend for me... Um, I would have to say, uh, I'm going to go one and one, a, I'm going to go one with Omega Ishii, one, a with Omega Elgin match Saturday night was Omega Elgin without question. Uh, Cody and Okada put on a, a great match. Uh, and then Sunday, the main event was, was fantastic. Uh, common denominator there, Kenny Omega, kind of no surprise, but the uh, best wrestler in the world. I, I would say that. I don't even know if you could argue that. I, I mean, I, I think we can argue that. You could say, you know, Okada, AJ Styles, uh, but oftentimes it's, it's on one hand. But you can yeah, argue it. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is the draw. He is the draw. I agree. Um, I didn't watch as much New Japan as you did this weekend, or as much as you did this weekend. Uh, you know, I was um, in Fiji this weekend uh, on, <laughs> on my yacht. You guys know I go out of town every weekend. I can't. I can't do it. I can't can, watch. Can, that can we much go wrestling. one of these weekends? I mean, at some point, I would like to think the invitation would get extended to your BFR brethren. There's a list. Yeah, you guys can put yourself on the list. It's like Lambeau Field. You know, you got to get on the waiting list. Okay, so how many people have to die beforehand? Does family probably, have any get incentive? There in 2035. Uh, yeah, family does have incentive. Uh, so I go before J-Bell. That's all that matters. Ain't this a bitch? Uh, we'll have to do a 23 and me to find out who's more closely related. It might be Zach. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But um, I didn't watch all the matches. Um, I'd say... I, I think I watched the big four matches, which were, and I know there were tons of rapid fire. I watched the highlight thing on YouTube, and um, I apologize to all the New Japan marks for being your podcast host and not watching everything. Uh, I did watch Omega versus Elgin, which was a hard hitting. Elgin is spry for a guy that big. I was just going to say, I've seen maybe a handful of Elgin matches, and this is probably the best of the bunch. Naito versus Ishii was badass. I know that was Jay Bell's match of the weekend. Um, Okada versus Cody was great. What I came out of that more thinking, uh, I, I know a lot of the focus was on Cody, but I think Okada is just heads and shoulders above most dudes that get in the ring. Absolutely. Period. Yeah, but it it was really about Cody. We didn't, we've never seen Cody in this kind of stage granted it was only two thousand people but he was headlining the card yeah we watched him versus uh daniels last week in roh and he I, I like i have no doubt that cody can work a great match i've watched years of cody and i've watched probably five okada m- yeah matches. but this, this ain't the same thing man i know it's not but okada is a badass is my point like okada is he's the amongst ace. He is the ace, and he deserves that title. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. Cody Cody was just there to reinforce the fact, in my mind, of why you gave him the ROH championship. He's on this level of main event players. Not saying he's the number one guy, but he could be two, three, or four in this New Japan ROH kind of deal. And that was a- brilliant on Gato's part because I was seriously worried about Okada's title because we were in the U.S., and he had just won the ROH belt. And I was seriously the whole time on the edge of my seat. Like, is he going to take this thing? That brings up an interesting point. So um, ROH's world heavyweight champion got pinned clean by New Japan's world heavyweight champion. Um, I've read on the internet that some folks see that as ROH 
for lack of a better term, bowing to New Japan, saying that they're subservient to New Japan, that New Japan is really the big boys in town. I don't see it that way. I see it as New Japan and Ring of Honor being like, hey, let's, let's, I mean, let's make it like boxing. Let's make it like where titles can be held on either one of us and it will, like a rising tide floats all boats. Right. Any given Sunday. Right, yeah. exactly. And I, I think that there's a lot of things to take from the the New Japan weekend. Uh, one of them being that you can have wrestling that doesn't, have to devolve into a jingoistic it's this country versus this country or this nationality versus this nationality wrestling is best presented as a as an athletic competition between two dudes who really want to win right or chicks or chicks uh, but i mean we'll get into this later with cena's return in the two count but like it doesn't have to be. It, there doesn't have to be all this nationalistic garbage that happens. <laughs> I mean, you watch this entire. Like I said, I didn't watch as much as you guys, but there was no talk of who was from what country or wh- who was mad at who. There was there was any- talk about it, but it wasn't it wasn't the centerpiece of a feud. That's the main reason I didn't like Jr. and Josh Barnett on the mic because. They did kind of focus on that. JR, of course, is always going to reference WWE, and Barnett is Barnett, Barnett, and he definitely, you know, has his own kind of spin on things, which is usually decently negative. But, uh, but yeah, absolutely. It, it doesn't need to have this, as you said, jingoistic character. The best part of New Japan and the best part of what we've seen with this new generation of WWE and NXT with these tournaments and stuff is them bringing in these different nationalities and having amazing talents like Koto Ibushi in the Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, yeah. I imagine the only reason they didn't put that belt on him is the same reason that New Japan won't put a belt on him and he just won't go full-time with either of those promotions. Otherwise... I mean, he's in that same realm as Omega. I had never Hokata. even seen Ibushi coming into the Cruiserweight Classic. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, that's the guy that's going to win. That's the guy that's going to win. Yeah. Like I said, I'd never seen his match, never seen him work. I just saw him, and I was like, this is the guy that's going to win. And when he lost in the semis, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Whenever I see Ibushi live, I'm going to have to buy an extra ticket for my dick. <laughs> 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 Wait right. a minute! I'm the black guy. We in the gotta room. keep it moving. We gotta keep. We gotta keep it moving. Uh, in five words or less, explain to me your New Japan wrestling experience for the weekend. Five words or less. Best fucking in ring experience. Oh, that was really good. It wasn't even dirty. Wait, did you say fucking? <laughs> yeah, you said fucking. All right, what was yours? Holy fucking shit! There we go. Wish I. Could have watched more. It was it's a contraction. The could have like it wasn't wish I could have watched more. It was wish I could have watched more. English major. That brings us to our two count. Our two count, fellas, is the return of John Cena on SmackDown. And I know this seems like a uh, like we're pumping the brakes here because we went from the very exciting New Japan to the complete turd in the punch bowl that was John Cena's return on SmackDown. Wow. Uh, Turd and punch bowl? I mean, I don't like Cena like anybody else, but I mean, damn. It wasn't that it was Cena. In my opinion, it was that he came out, spouted a bunch of Fourth of July stupid shit that rallies the troops. Okay, so what was the problem? So to speak. The problem was that he came out, Rusev, who is a a big star. No, he's not. No, well, he's could, not. Could be, though. Could be. I'm going to get you After, started. No, he's it's, not. It's a he's, podcast, and no, we're he's trying not. to fill some he's time not. here. Go ahead. No, Rusev is a big star, and they no, made a big not. deal about... They They also telegraphed would you, his... Would you let a big star get chewed up by John Cena? With Roman Reigns... That's exactly the... I'm going to throw this pin at you. That's exactly <laughs> the point. That's exactly the point, is that they brought in and let him get chewed up. Why wouldn't you bring out somebody else and let John Cena just F... Or, uh, not F5 him, but AA him a couple times. Why would you have him come out and Rusev's going to be swinging a Bulgarian flag and Cena challenges him to a match and Rusev rebuffs him, says no thanks, and then they 
they have a match at Battleground that's going to be Cena killing Rusev. So now Rusev's big return is going to be killed by Cena in a flag match. That's absolutely a problem. We already have this anti-American promo going on. He should have came out and maybe joined forces with Randy Orton, did a dual promo or something where... There we have it. We already have an anti-American promo happening, and that is Jinder Mahal. It's the same promo every week. It's the same promo every week. He delivers it remarkably for delivers it remarkably for Jinder Mahal. I agree, but it's like. Why did we waste the Rusev return when he should have had a big pop? And he could have been the big star. He could have been. He's not now, but he could have been. This is why you you quote unquote wasted. Rusev was supposed to be Jinder Mahal. And then for whatever reason, Vince decided, let's switch it up and we're going to put Jinder Mahal as the champion. Okay, fine. You're a billionaire, Vince. Do what you want to do. The problem now is, is you're... is you're assuming that Rusev is this major star. He's not a major star. He was a major star when he walked in the door and when he went to uh, WrestleMania and he came down the tank, that was his biggest moment since walking into WWE. And what happened that day? He lost to John Cena. Yeah, and from I that know. Point, and then from that point on, it's been all downhill since. But Lana was more over than not, Rusev is. But that's not, his, that's not his fault, though. That's not his fault. He's doing his the fault job is the given way him. he was Okay, booked. but that, that's fine. He's doing the job given, but let's not sit up here and say he's a major star. He's not AJ Styles. He's not Roman Reigns. He's not uh, Kevin Owens. Two ways you can go about this. There's two ways that you could have done this better, and I'll fancy book it. You either have Rusev come down with the flag... Say, no, I'm not going to fuck with you, John Cena. And then come out later and just take John Cena out and put him in the accolade. Now you got some heat going forward. They didn't even have the match that day on July 4th, which is what the point was, is get a, get to take hold of that jingoistic garbage right. and let Rusev uh, or and let John Cena fuck him up. They didn't even take advantage of that. The second way is, is the New Japan way, and just have Rusev be this mat-based, badass wrestler who wrestles in no shoes and decides to kick everybody asses. Kick everybody asses. <laughs> because, <laughs> because he's four foot wide right. and yeah. four foot tall, right. and he moves like a motherfucker. That that day's past, dude. I mean, no, it's it not. Have to be, it it's didn't not have past to be. for Jinder Mahal. You can always Rusev be easier watch, to watch. Jinder watch Mahal. what happens when Jinder loses the title. Uh, the, the ninth episode, right now. Quote me on this. He will never ever be anywhere close to the WWE title after he loses oh, I to John Cena. I don't disagree with that at all. What it, I'm saying is go, that it, Rusev is a better talent than Jinder Mahal. I'm not disagreeing with that. Especially the, with the short hair, man. He looks like a badass, badass. with short okay, hair. Okay, but the problem now in lies that they're, they booked him like shit to begin with, and now they he's come back, and here's the golden opportunity to make another star, somebody, maybe another mid-card heel. I don't know. I don't care. But you can't feed him to John Cena. So you're agreeing with me. I'm agreeing with you that you can't feed him to John Cena. I'm disagreeing with you that he's a major star. Major stars don't get done like this. They get Dolph Ziggler, and you beat down Dolph Ziggler. They don't get John Cena. I guess. I mean, I mean, I think that Rusev... Could be a major star. You could but still he's book not. him. Yeah, but, but you could still book he's him. He's not now, but there's potential there, especially with the Lana push. Even though she got like, I mean, squashed the past two matches. Three. With just well, actually, the first match she looked real good. I won't say she got what, squashed. For that first two three minutes. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, she she worked. Like, I mean, she didn't get squashed with, in the first match. Did. She got squashed in the second two message mat matches, but she did not get squashed. And it and even still, it's not hurting her character. She's still super over. So if you bring Rusev back. On the on the back end of that Lana push, they really could have done something, and now it's fizzling out. Keep already. it moving, boys. Three counts. Two beer. What's the three count? Our three count. We're gonna shift a little bit. So we've got New Japan. We've got WWE main roster. Now we're gonna go to NXT uh, because my man Roddy Strong uh, mm-hmm. fought my man Bobby Roode. Um, they're both my mans. Clearly. I, I, I like them both a lot. I do too, but damn. They and, can both uh, be your mans. They, they're both my mans. And uh, there was a NXT Heavyweight Championship match uh, Wednesday, and it was a really well-fought match. Really cool story told. They built it up for a few weeks. Roddy Strong is a family man, newfound family man, and at the same time... As 
as are you. As as I am not not newfound, but yes, I am quite the family man. Uh, I'm I'm I on mean, the. If you talk about like the history of the Earth or the universe, exactly, whoa. exactly, hey, you're now. you're newer to it. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> the history yeah. of the Earth. Um, the Bobby Roode has played this amazingly. He came out a few weeks ago and said, uh, you know, things to the degree of your moderately attractive wife and your uh, seemingly normal child, <laughs> which <laughs> is just beautiful heel work. Bobby Roode may not be Dick. the best, you know, catches catch can technical wrestler in the world, but his ring psychology is better than most. And they had a match and it was a really good match. Roddy Strong, you know, the master of the backbreaker hit, five or seven awesome backbreaking spots all different yeah all different every one of them different and bobby rude uh hit the glorious ddt right in front of his mother and his wife who were sitting front row and they played that played that beautifully and uh, it was just a really well told story and it's going to lead into something bigger in the future and i thoroughly enjoyed it i'll admit i didn't see it so who won uh, Roddy, or I'm sorry, uh, Bobby Roode won uh, after a glorious DDT in ring, which was kicked out of, which I was surprised. I figured that was going to be the finish. I agree. And then uh, he took him outside, did the glorious DDT on the mat right in front of his wife and mother, threw him back in the ring after I thought he was just going to go for the count out, and then did another glorious DDT in the ring for the pinfall. So does it look like we're moving towards Bobby Roode versus Roddy Strong at the next takeover? I think so. Which I, I think will be the weekend of SummerSlam. Um, Drew McIntyre is probably going to be in this spot from everything I've read online. But he's had nothing but squash matches, right? For the most part, at some point they're going to be. There's going to be a number one contenders match, whether it's Roddy Strong, Aleister Black. Um, Don't forget get, Johnny Gargano's coming back next week. Johnny Gargano. They could do a, a triple threat number one contenders match. Winner goes to. Uh, NXT take over to, to face Bobby Roode. Roddy Strong to me is more like a um, Daniel Bryan kind of deal. You know what I'm saying? You make him lose now, you get the sympathy for him. The big payoff will be six months, a year from now when we revisit this again. WWE did a really good job on building up the backstory, you know, with his troubled uh, lifestyle. Uh, you know, meeting his wife, you know, not knowing his what knowing his dad, but his dad's not in the picture. His mom anymore. shot his wife. Or his mom, mom shot his dad. dad. I mean, it yeah. was it, you know, it, there's all kinds of obstacles in his way just to get into the wrestling business. Now, fast forward to NXT on Wednesday. I was worked up like Zach was, and I made fun of him last week because for me, Enzo and Kaz, I knew always knew they were going to break up. You know, the, even the tease of them getting back together to me was unrealistic. On Wednesday, I knew in my heart that Bobby Roode was going to win, but for thirty seconds, they sucked me in and really made me think that Roddy was going to win this. And by the end of the match, when he lost, I was, I was kind of like, you know. It's like somebody just punched me in the gut. I felt bad for Roddy Strong. And they had this like backstage um, vignette, I guess, for lack of a better term, with Roddy hugging his wife, hugging his mom. Mom's crying, the whole shebang. They're going to get this right. It's just not going to be right away. Drew McIntyre and and, um, Bobby Roode is going to wrestle that SummerSlam weekend. And my guess, that's where Drew McIntyre wins. And then we start getting Bobby Roode up to the main roster no later than um, was at Survivor Series. All right. And that'll do it for our three count. All right, fellas, uh, just a couple of quick hits. Uh, what do we think about what did we think about the rap battle? Now, I'm saying quick hits. I know we could go a long time on this, but what did we think about the rap battle between the Usos and the New Day on uh, SmackDown Live? Uh, two beer. When I heard about it, I thought it was going to be atrocious. When I watched it, it was mildly entertaining. I would agree with that. And usually things like this, it's it's so stereotypical. It's just, it bothers my heart as a black man. It just drives me up the wall. But it, it, I agree. Mildly entertaining. It wasn't as big as a train wreck as I thought it would be. Um, Were you surprised that they brought up the Xavier Woods sex tape? I was definitely surprised. And I'm wondering if that was even in the script or if that was something that Bruce... No, the Usos, I guess, went off script and put that in at the last minute. Yeah, because we had New Day call out the, you know, super old Booker T, I'm coming to get you, Hulk Hogan moment 
the week before, yeah. and then now we have Oos talking about the we'll Xavier just call Woods it Ninja. We'll call it Ninja instead yeah. of. I mean, the, you uh, you, the other you can say it. <laughs> no, I want everybody to be able to say it, Ninja. Uh, no, <laughs> no thanks. Not gonna say it. Um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I thought it was funny that they called it out, but I think that that is um, what they always talk about when you hear about the backstage stuff about um, Vince telling guys to grab the brass ring. It's like you got to make it your own, man. If the Usos step outside the box and say something that might be a little on edge, I think the crowd reacted to it because the crowd reacted to the. I think the crowd reacted to it the way they did because when you hear like a punchline like that, even if you don't know the punchline, you know when it sounds mean, you yeah. know? The Smarks knew what it, we were talking about. I think, the crowd, I think about, less of the crowd knew about the sex tape than the amount of crowd that reacted to it. And it was over. You hear like Stone Cold all the time, you know, and Jim Ross saying stuff like, grab the bass ring, go out there, you gotta have a set of nuts to go off script, and if it's over, it's over, and everybody will, you know, love you for it. And right. I don't think that's yes. the reality these days. And even if we aren't in a new generation of guys just wanting to keep their jobs, which I completely understand, even if they were to go off script, I don't know that we're going to reach that level of fan appreciation to the point where they're going to be rewarded for their efforts. Agree completely. Uh, One word answer. AJ Styles wins the Battle Royal to face Kevin Owens at Battleground. Were you surprised? Yes or no? No. No. All right, there we are. I thought it'd be Aiden, Aiden English, but I mean. <laughs> Was he even in the battle Turns out Styles. We haven't talked about Micah Maria yet, and I, I think that Mike Bennett is a really talented dude, and he was one of the dudes that I liked the most in TNA. Um, I'm still waiting to see. I guess they're putting him with Sami Zayn. That's like it, yeah. You got to start somewhere. I guess that's something to mention. But here, I guess the biggest problem with this gimmick is where do, where does it go? I mean, we're talking about, you know, the power of love and all this other blah, blah, blah nonsense. But, I mean, how does this grow? It doesn't do, seem like I it's... I do like that Mike Bennett took his wife's right, name like, okay, yeah, as yeah, his yeah, name. That, I mean, that's a funny gimmick. Hey, it's a which good start. I can't, I can't think that's ever happened before. I'm pretty sure it hasn't. But, I mean... We're, Not in wrestling. We're, it happens in real life. I know a couple <laughs> people. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I do, yeah. Absolutely. Shut up. That took their wife's name? Or yeah. did hyphenated it? I actually hyphenated it, and okay. they both have the same last name. So just to clarify, but yeah, I'd have taken my wife's last name, but uh, I knew a dude named Zach Eberlin. He was a fucking tool, <laughs> and that's why you don't take the last name. <laughs> if hey, he's, guys. if he's listening, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Zach Poland. As I'm point, oh. as I'm pointing at the Zach Bowman oh. in the room, <laughs> fuck you! Oh wait, you said Zach Everly, my bad. Yeah, right. Um, uh, hey guys, uh, just a quick aside. I went to Soul Taco this weekend. I was in Jealous. Columbia. Yeah, I know. Went to Soul Taco. Um, got they, the- they were spot in Fiji. Yeah, in Fiji they actually do. <laughs> if you guys are out in Fiji, you guys check out that Fiji. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went to Soul Taco. Uh, got the extra burrito. Uh, went home, all hungover from the 4th of July weekend, mm. took that burrito, tore it open on top of some tortilla chips, Ooh, and made myself sold taco nachos on top of Santita's $2 chips from Schnooks. That sounds like the shit. Dude, it was the shit. That sounds like soul taco for the soul. It was. It was like, yeah, it was soul taco for the soul. Where's our invite again? To Fiji? No, coming back from Fiji, you stop in the Soul Taco, you get the extra burrito. Listen, every time I'm in Fiji, I get Soul Taco. (laughs) So, hey, heads up to everybody out there. Once again, Soul Taco is a sponsor. You can get Soul Taco at the U-City Loop, Columbia, Missouri, Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, and there's also two food trucks that are... uh, uh, speeding around St. Louis every weekday. So, and at Food Truck Fridays down Tower Grove South, stuff like that. So, go get yourself some ta- Soul Taco. They are a sponsor. Tell them the band from Ringside sent you. I'll be in Chicago on September and October, and I will be eating at Soul Taco at least one of those nights on nice. both months. My man, it is time to get to our Great Balls of Fire predictions. And so now we're going to ask. Uh-oh. Our engineer Sam. Uh-oh. 
to get onto the mic Mm-mm. because he's got to make the predictions first because otherwise... I'm feeling it. Shout out Tom McCarthy. Listen, actually, uh, the band is called The Figure Three. Okay, Shout out to the figure three. I said, should we call you the figure three three leg lock? They said, no, just the figure three. (laughs) In my heart of hearts, there's still the figure three leg lock. Right. So, Sam, uh, why don't you grab a mic? And we're going to have Sam Maul, who it was pointed out to me earlier today that Sam Maul kind of has a wrestling name to begin with. His name is Sam Maul, M-A-U-L. Is that okay? Can I say your name over the air? Yeah, say it. You were born... Sam Maul! You were born this way. Sam the Mauler. Ooh, we should call him Sam the Mauler. When I played uh, soccer, I was a goalie, and they called me Sam the Wall Maul, so... Oh, that's I don't pretty- know if you'd work that in somehow. You were the goalie? You're not the fat kid, though. Maybe uh, you've changed. I have been the fat kid <laughs> in points in my but life. He was, he was playing soccer with a hockey goal, though. <laughs> All right, Sam, so here we go. <laughs> Sam, we have for the cruiserweight title, Adrian Neville versus Tazawa. Who do you have? Tazawa. Sam goes Tazawa. Two beers, Zach. Who you got? I got Neville. And why? Uh, Neville is the king of the cruiserweights, and if Austin Aries didn't beat him as much as I like Tazawa, uh, he's not going to. Incidentally, I saw a great YouTube video the other day. Of a very skinny Neville versus a very chubby Tazawa. So Google it, you'll find it. From how long ago was that? It was a minute ago. I mean, I don't I don't know the year, but I mean they were definitely much younger and I mean Tazawa's almost unrecognizable. J Bell, he got Tazawa versus Neville. Now also keep in mind that we have the Titus brand going on here. Whatever, dude. I mean how many times we got it? Titus Worldwide. Don't perpetuate this nonsense. I like Neville. It's just, it's not the time to pull off the, the title off of Neville. Tozawa, yeah, you. I guess he's the most over guy in 205, which isn't saying that much. But ultimately, it, Titus Worldwide, Titus Brand, Titus whatever. It doesn't matter. Give me Neville. All right. And uh, I have to, uh, you know, I'm losing right now. Sam Sam and I are losing. I'm 19-4. and four, Sam's 19-5. and five. JB's 23 and 5, and Zach Pullman is in the lead with 24 and 3. And I feel like going apart from you guys by taking Tazawa, but I think if Tazawa's going to do it, it's going to have to be. No, a please, l- go ahead. It's going to be a little bit more of a chase, so go I'm going to go Neville too. Pussy. And I just know that Engineer Sam's going to be right here. Uh, <laughs> with our second match of the night, we have Enzo versus Big Cass. Sam, who you got? I like Big Cass. I like that name. I like that it's got ass in it. <laughs> that's that's a good enough answer for me. Uh, JB, who you got? <laughs> that, isn't that supposed to be my line as the black guy in the room? Any guy that has ass in the Stop name. Stop feeding into the stereotypes. But it's my job. No, seriously, all bullshit aside. I like Big Cass. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's no reason in the world. Great promo cut by Enzo. Uh, on Monday night, I mean, really made me feel like he had a chance to do it. And plus, he th- he threw some truth out there. Him and Miz had the two best promos of the week. But back to the story at hand. Give me Cass, Zach Pullman. Yeah, I love the I love the two promos Enzo did because he was like, I'm not done yet. And then he went and did another one. And then he went and attacked Big Cass at the end, which showed a lot of heart. And it just kind of made me think even more though that Big Cass is going to come away with it. Yeah, I'd love to take Enzo here. Um, I thought that the promo that Enzo cut on Monday night was A+. plus. Like, it had... He had cut a couple of really good ones coming up, but this is like... That was his best promo of all time. If he died tomorrow, this is the promo that you would play. It went on a little too long. Just because, I mean, he dropped the mic and then he came back and felt like he had to finish it with the Tupac thing. and That was a little bit too much. But I think it's going to be a squash. I think it'll last less than four minutes. Yeah. I'll take that bet. I'll take big cast less than, like I said, less than eight minutes. Side action. $50. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to have to talk about this later. Go ahead. (laughs) Coming up next, uh, Sam the Engineer, we got Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt. Who do you got and why? I've got Bray Wyatt. Seth is my brother's name, and he couldn't beat me or anyone else up. So, oh, I think we've heard this. I think yeah. we've heard this answer before. I'm gonna keep using it. Yeah, I can't wait to bring him in here. 
I'll I'll take uh, Seth Rollins. I mean, it, we know it's going to happen. It's Bray Wyatt. It's I think it's a pay per view. I think this is a big po- toss up. It is honest. not a toss. Are you come, come on, man? Are you st- how many times are you? Go- the, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Vegi is the same person that thought that Brodus Quay at some point was going to be a world heavyweight champion in five years, and we had made this bet. And I'm pretty sure I don't think it's been five years yet, though. You might still owe me the money. Look. You might as well pay me. We, 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 I guess we did a shot bet, money bet, whatever. Pay up. That's not going to happen. Bray Wyatt's not going to win on Sunday. Give me Seth Rollins. Zach. Uh, I thought Hillary Clinton was a shoe in for the presidency, so I'm going to go Bray Wyatt. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Bray Wyatt, too. I think that it's going to. You can't have Bray lose again. I think they're going to. I think they're going to let it go to SummerSlam. No, keep talking. No, keep talking. I, I, God forbid if Bray wins, I'm never going to hear the end of he's it. He's due. He's due. He's always due. He's always due, but That's he's true. definitely due he now. He is always due. That's true. Uh, okay, Sam the Engineer, we have in a 30-minute Iron Man match. So Iron Man match, just for, I know Sam is not into wrestling, so Iron Man match means that they have 30 minutes, which is down from the usual 60, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, 30 minutes to gain as many pinfalls or submissions as possible. So the one team who gains the most pinfalls or submissions within 30 minutes is going to be the winner. And you have the Hardy Boys with a Z. The Hardy Boys. Boys. Hate it already. Kind of like boys to men, but they haven't progressed to men yet. They're still the Hardy Boys. Versus Cesaro and Sheamus, but Sheamus is spelt S-H-E-A-M-U-S. That's really bad, too. I, I don't know. know who I like less. I know. Uh, I'm going to take Cesaro and Sheamus. I don't... I I feel like they, they sound like they have more endurance, and it sounds like an endurance-related match. Not so the worst answer. Not That's the good. worst answer. They are younger than the Hardy Boys. Uh, Zach Pullman, you're next. <laughs> Switch. Uh, I'm going to go uh, with Cesaro and Sheamus. I'm hoping that uh, they're close to closing that deal where with Broken Hardys, and this can be the beginning of the end, and where the Hardy Boys split and have their broken moments. Oh, that'd be really that'd be really soon. <laughs> JB, soon. I mean, they've been together for years. Good point. I've been pushing for Hardy's revival for quite some time. I'm, I'm sure that's documented on record. I thought I saw something where I saw Seamus might be leaving for a while. And I've been looking for that for the last couple of days because I've been on vacation and haven't seen it since. To me, this is a coin flip match. That being said, I'm going to flip the coin and I'm going to agree with the rest of the panel. I'm going to go Cesaro and Seamus. Okay, uh, I am not going to go Cesaro and Seamus. I'm going to go the Hardy Boys because I'm looking forward to SummerSlam. I'm looking towards SummerSlam and thinking that the Hardys, uh, they would probably rather have the Hardys in some sort of marquee match for SummerSlam. So I am going to pick the Hardys with a Z. Coming up next, we have Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. Sam, the engineer, who you got? I like Sasha Banks for this one. Uh, cause I feel like you guys are all gonna say Alexa Bliss, cause I've heard that name before. <laughs> cause a girl gonna push him and on out that's the way. A, such a stripper name. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't like that. Wait, that's more of a stripper name than Alexa Bliss? No, that's. Oh, I'm Alexa, Alexa Bliss, Bliss is, is a stripper name. So is Sasha Banks. Please be. Yeah, come on, Bliss. It's <laughs> that's a little on the nose. Hard to argue with Sam the Engineer. Who you got, JCB? <laughs> He keeps see. I'm getting mad because he keeps coming up with good lines, and I got to follow behind it all the time. Um, I love I love Sasha, Sasha Mark, the whole shebang. This just doesn't seem like it's the right time. I keep hearing Nia Jax is going to be the next person in line to face Alexa Bliss. Sasha's been there, done that. We need to keep the heat going on Alexa and if we're going to break, make this a, a triple threat down the line for SummerSlam you're going to need Alexa Bliss taking the lead on any rivalry whether it's a singles match between her and Nia or a triple threat with Sasha and Nia in it. Either way I'm taking Alexa Bliss. I feel very similarly. I'm going with Alexa Bliss. It's just not the time to take the belt off of her. You took Sasha right Sam? Yeah. 
I'm taking Sasha also. Woo! Nice. This is what I'm talking about. That's how I take the lead. For the Intercontinental Championship, we have The Miz along with Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Miz Taraj. Dean Ambrose. They're called the Miz Taraj instead of the Entourage. The Miz Taraj. I guess the Miz is like the Jeremy Piven of the group. Oh, man. How much did Bo Dallas look like X-Pac the other night? Yeah, he's like X-Pac like on his way. It's like whenever Sting was like growing out his hair to be like the crow Sting. He's like X-Pac if he, if he floated in the Lake of the Ozarks for two or three days. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen soon. Oh, really? That was too far? No. Sam, who you got? Read, read me the options one more time. Uh, the Miz versus Dean Ambrose. Uh, Dean Ambrose. All right. I have no reason. That's that's good. It's an intuition. Yeah, that's like how Jason does it. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't call it an intuition. I read too much. Um, it's probably one of the few guys that like Dean Ambrose in this room. I would really like to for him to to win this. Unfortunately, that's just not going to happen. It's it's going to be Miz. It, it it makes no sense. Once again, it's the Alexa Bliss argument. No sense to take the the belt off of Miz. I like exactly. I, I like Dean a lot, and I'm still going to go Miz. It's his title to lose, and Dean Ambrose had a very ho hum Intercontinental run, and uh, I really hope after this that uh, we get a Miz Gold Dust feud over who's the real star of Hollywood. Fuck, that would be great. That I wanted to talk about Gold Dust earlier. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going. I'm going Miz too. And Miz, it's better on Miz than it is on Ambrose. Um, okay, we have uh, in an ambulance match which means that you have to put your opponent in an ambulance, bang on the back of the ambulance, and have the ambulance drive out of the arena. That's just... It's a very strict protocol. <laughs> yes, it you is. Honk two times. <laughs> Who do you got, Braun Strowman or Roman Reigns? Uh, I like Roman Reigns. I think uh, they're not going to take the belt away from him now that he's uh, got the belt. Doesn't make any sense at this point. I would love for Ro- the other guy, Braun Strowman, to win, but it's just not going to happen. Thank you for the analysis. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. I got to follow behind this. This is the time. You know Roman that was Reigns. So is, good. Yeah, it was great. You know Roman Reigns at some point is going to go for the the World Heavyweight Championship, the Universal Championship, whatever the, the red bullshit belt is. Braun Strowman is the call. Have Braun versus Brock wrestle. Or I'm sorry, at uh, SummerSlam, make it happen. Braun Strowman. Okay, JB's taking Braun. I'm gonna go Braun, even though I can't even remember who went over. I remember Braun who went over one of those because I remember the the two power slams. But I know they've wrestled before that. I'm still going Braun, considering he announced the match and. He's coming back, and he's just such a goddamn powerhouse. Disagree completely. I'm going with Sam Sam the Engineer. I'm going with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns will not lose an ambulance match to Braun Strowman. There is no fucking way that Vince would let Roman Reigns be put into an ambulance in a match. No way! I, could, I, I agree. I, I It's a coin flip for me. This is one where I'm just really up in the air. And for the biggest match of the night, guys, maybe the best lead-up to a match that I can remember. Biggest in, match of 2017. Biggest match of 2017 and 2016. I can't remember a bigger match. On WWE programming. On WWE programming than Sam Ojo versus Brock Lesnar, has anybody ever made a meme about Barack Lesnar where it's like Barack Obama with Brock Lesnar? Because every time Paul Heyman says it, he says, Barack Lesnar. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who you got, Samoa Joe or Brock Lesnar? Sam. I got Samoa Joe, obviously. You, you got to take him. Duh. Brock Lesnar, what would be better than watching old-timer Brock Lesnar, somebody that I've heard of before in my life? So I know he's a guy. Probably fucked your girl. He no. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He, what the hell? He probably didn't. He probably didn't. He probably she, did not. He doesn't have any game. She would have told me. He <laughs> fucked Mark Marrow's girl. That's all I gotta say. They he did fuck Mark Marrow's girl. Took her home. Um, God, I would love for Samoa Joe to come in and 
shock the world a la Jinder Mahal. It's just not going to happen. Not, not on this pay-per-view. Maybe if it goes to SummerSlam, unfortunately for Bill, he might call for 50 bucks at that point, but that's another yeah, story for hurt. another time. Um, I like Brock Lesnar on this. I'm with JCB. I desperately want it to happen. I want Samoa Joe to take that title and defend it. You know, if not weekly, you know, bi-weekly, you know, every, you know, pay-per-view that happens. Just have it on TV. Just have it on TV where Samoa Joe's at least holding the title. But it's not going to happen this time. I desperately hope for a rematch where Samoa Joe gets it, but Brock is going to retain. I would like to reiterate that I think this is the best build-up for a heavyweight match that they've had. It's been a while. In four. It's amazing. It's been a while. It's been fucking great. And I think that uh, WWE thinks on their feet a lot. And I think, yeah, they do. I think that they see something in this Joe Lesnar match. You're that giving them a little too much credit. No, I think I'm going to lose. I think I'm going to lose fifty bucks. Really? I think I'm going to lose fifty bucks to Kayfabe Kenny, and I think I'm going to because you're going to pick Joe. I'm picking Samoa Joe. What? I wish I, I could have done that, but I'm in the lead, and I don't want to lose it. You got cojones, brother. I love that. So that's going to do it for our Great Balls of Fire um, preview. Uh, before we get out of here, and yes, we're going to yes, try yes. to run through this really quick, uh, there's been some good news in the BFR camp uh, lately. We have struck up a deal with our friends at Glory Pro Wrestling, which is run by um, Michael Elgin. Michael Elgin, who is a star, star, star. He fought Kenny Omega last week at New Japan, and Great he match. has a... Uh, promotion run out of the St. Louis metro area. He has a show uh, coming up this Sunday at the Belleville Fairgrounds. And myself, JCB, and Two Beer Zach are all going to be there. So if you you show up, uh, please stop by and talk to us. Uh, We're going to be cutting, uh, we're going to be doing Live interviews from there with several of the wrestlers. Uh, we've been told that uh, some big ones are going to stop by. We've been told that uh, it starts at uh, doors open at two o'clock. It starts at three uh, at the Belleville Fairgrounds. We've been told that some big wrestlers are going to stop by, and not only big wrestlers, but if you come to Glory Pro, you're not going to. You might not. You might see some guys that you've never heard of before. But you're, sh- you're gonna certainly going to see guys that you're going to see coming up, such as Kurt Stallion. You have uh, Myron Reed, and those guys are kind of Elgin's top protégés. So we know that there's something special. Um, you have guys like um, getting a little getting a little overclimped. Uh, we have uh, Donovan Dijak versus Marafuji. Uh, Marafuji is a Japanese legend, who's one of the only That's three the guys to hold, see. yeah, to hold titles in all three of the top Japanese um, promotions. promotions. Uh, Dijak is a guy who's who has no ceiling, really. No, he's on his way up. He's on his way up for sure. Um, check out Glory Pro Wrestling on Facebook. Please check out Glory Pro Wrestling on Twitter. Um, you can watch all the old promos. You can watch plenty of the old. They have. I went on there the other day, and they will show uh, an eight-minute uh, recap. They'll have a, a thing put together that shows uh, the history of feuds and what it's leading up to for this particular event nice. that is in Belleville. And um, I can't wait for the show. I was at the first Glory Pro show, uh, which is uh, in Alton, Illinois, which is kind of my old stomping grounds. I lived there for eight years. And it was uh, raucous and just an absolute great time. And this match, this event is going to exceed expectations. We got Elgin and Cody Rhodes in the main event. Right. Outside I of Marifuji. Dijak yeah. versus Marifuji. Um, Stallion versus Stone. AR Fox versus Myron Reed. All of those are matches that could steal the show. But then you also have coming, if you're in the St. Louis area, which we are, you have your Ring of Honor World heavyweight champion Cody Rhodes. We can say it. Against, oh yeah, we can say it, but I like the way that he doesn't say it. Uh, <laughs> we have Cody Rhodes fighting against Michael Elgin in the uh, championship. Is it for the title? 
Uh, no, it's the not for event. the ROH. I should say from the main event, not the championship. But it is going to be in the main event. Nice. And it, it is Dead going man. to tear the house down, I'm sure. And uh, your friends here at BFR are going to be there. We're going to have a table. We're going to have some stickers come by. Bullshit with us. We will talk. It's going to be a wrestling kind of day. I'm leaving the wife at home. That's I'm right. going to talk about wrestling all, all day. day. I'm going to get it out of my system so much that I don't even feel like watching Raw the next night. Bullshit. So... Uh, hopefully we'll see you guys Sunday at the Belleville Fairgrounds. For those of you not in town, we appreciate you listening. We know that there's plenty of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate your time. Uh, we didn't get to the questions tonight, and I apologize, friends of BFR. Find us on Friends of BFR from Facebook so we can ignore your questions. Find us on Band from Ringside on Facebook. Uh, what are the Twitter handles? Uh, I am at BFR Zach, and that's Zach with an H, unlike that douchebag Zach Eberlin. Um, we are uh, at BFR JCB, <laughs> and we are at BFR Bill. We're also on Instagram as at BFR Pod, even though I don't know if we post anything on Instagram yet. But come Sunday, we we're, definitely yeah, will because we will have some sick spots and sick pictures. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. I think we'll set up like an email chain, and we'll definitely hook you guys up. Find us on Facebook at Friends of BFR. Far. I think I already said that. You Guys, did. thanks for listening. Uh, I am Bill Vagie. To my right, we have Tuber Zach. We have JCB, Jason Cornelius Bell. We have Sam the Engineer. Um, thanks to Soul Taco. Thanks to, thanks to Chris Denman. Shock City Studios. How many times? Shock City Studios, my dudes. And guys, uh, until next week, uh, don't be heels. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.